everyone uh, to the latest edition of the JCB show, Jamie's Conspiracy Bunker. Back with you again on a Monday. I know it's depressing, but we're fucking here to give you a little helping hand for the day. <laughs> um, I've got a story today that I can't get behind, so it's going to be a good one. Um, there's a running, that's a running thing, theme. Yeah. I think I'm only one of them so far. Have you... <laughs> there's a lot of theories that I've been going through, yeah, that I actually think, oh, this is quite plausible, and I start getting into it when I'm doing the research on it, and I'm like, oh, fuck, this is batshit crazy. This is fucking mental. <laughs> <laughs> there's always a point where it takes yeah. a turn. <laughs> I'm still stuck on the Teletubbies, man. Like, that, to me, is 100% true. Like, the child time in Bulgaria. I actually had someone uh, message me uh, on Facebook asking me if I'm okay and whether the Teletubby of uh, like conspiracy people, police are like coming after me because obviously <laughs> I had the cease and desist and then I opened up the world on their fucking conspiracy. <laughs> I would send everyone. I was like. Have you heard about the Teletubbies in Bulgaria? They're like, what? I'm like, oh, <laughs> just you wait. Sit back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one was burnt alive. This one was fucking left outside, got frostbite. Fuck it, it's insane. Oh, it's so good. So good. So this week's one, Dan. I've got a little jingle at the beginning. You'll be able to guess what it is straight away. So I'll play that to you quickly. Okay. Oh, I'm going back. <laughs> How can you not get back behind the men in black? Hey? That's a tune. That is a tune. How can you not get behind the men in black? It's fucking batshit. It's batshit. Somehow there's a way to blame the Jews in this one as well, so I already apologise to everyone that's Jewish, if anyone's listening. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm going to kick this one off with what we know about The Men in Black as it is. So obviously it's a film, Mr. Will Smith and uh, um, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. They play, uh, the, pretty much the premise of the film is what the premise of the conspiracy is behind The Men in Black. That the guys that turn up after an alien experience to try and like keep you from spreading the truth. There's no like little blinkers that they do to fucking forget make you forget and shit like that but they do weird shit like they uh stalk you and fucking sit outside your house until you basically say that you're not going to talk about it anymore and do all kinds of other shit like the alien mafia in it yeah yeah there's two yeah, different theories the forces it as well. for the aliens there's one okay. where the, the actual men in black are aliens because a lot of them are described facially to have no eyebrows no lips Fucking no eyelashes, nothing on their face, but they wear like a, one of the little trilby hats in the black suit, and they they're extremely tall and skinny. That's one theory. The other theory is they're just government workers mm-hmm. for some kind of secret society within the government. It all come from Area Fifty One, wouldn't it? That's their their alien bureau. The, the alien bureau is that is that what you think the where they're keeping shit the alien, in Area 51. Yeah, that's the well, that's what they people that's talk about. That's the famous it? one, isn't it? So if I, 
Yeah, if I could imagine, if, if you wanted to say, oh, where do you think they come from? I'd be like, oh, they work out of Area 51. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. First bit that I was going to go into was, so obviously you've got the films. Have you ever watched uh, the TV show Project Blue Book? No. I can't remember if I've talked to you no, about this before off the podcast. But in Project Blue Book, it's got the guy that plays Littlefinger out of Game of Thrones. I can't remember what his name is. He plays uh, Dr. Heinem Helmenick, Helmenick Heinem, or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> he essentially <laughs> was hired. He's a real person. He was hired in like the, the late 50s to discover all of the um, UFO. He was like investigating every UFO um, experience in like the whole of the US. And he was basically asked by the government right. to debunk it all. And throughout Project Blue Book in the TV show, and later on in this in the real guy's actual memoirs, he describes to be followed by the Men in Black the entire time. And in the TV show, the Men in Black are following him around the whole time. They never say anything; they're always just oh, really? on the street looking at him and shit like that. It's fucking weird. Fucking well weird. It's worth. Are they wearing black? Are they wearing suits in that? Trilbies in the black suit. That tends to be the going rate. Online, there's quite a few pictures the trilby, of though? them being caught on camera and footage of them being caught right. on camera. No one can see, but I'm doing lots of like uh, little quotation marks here. Um, it's always the same. It's always the same. It's always black suits, expressionist faces. They've got a sinister slash cold demeanor around them. They're tall and they've got inhuman features. So as I said, no lips, no eyelashes, no eyebrows pale white skin with a trilby with a trilby it's always with a trilby never without some of the footage is quite creepy I don't get the trilby some people think oh, it's it. so I'm looking at underneath oh okay yeah I see what you mean about the trilby all the time wasn't there people like that in um oh what was that Fringe. show with the um Fringe, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. That's what I was <laughs> oh. So Fringe is like, if anyone watched that, because everyone I spoke to about Fringe this week has no idea what Fringe is. I don't know what, like, whether it was a missed oh, really? program, but they were like people from like an other universe, isn't it? Or another parallel universe that come over and that's another possibility if you was to go down the rabbit hole, that's another possibility of what the Rule men in black could be. Um, they always introduce themselves by numbers. So in the films, it's K, J, different letters in it. Yeah. In real life, people that have come into contact with these people have said they describe each other as numbers. So they introduce each other as numbers, which is a little weird fact. But everyone that's come into contact with them said the same thing. Um. They right. give you a white card. So if you tend to give someone your card, it's got a bit of detail on it. All it says on it is security. That's it. It doesn't say anything else. They always give the same card. So it sounds like in. the Men in Black film, they did all their research on the actual Men in Black. Well, that's what I'm starting to believe because a lot of what goes on in the Men in Black is like, even that elevator scene, do you know where he goes down and he's like, it's got this old boy sitting in the lobby. 
and they go in the elevator yeah. and then they go underground and shit. They like a lot of people have described situations like that when they've been taken in. And that is like pre-film as well. Pre-film, not like after they've seen fucking Will Smith go in the elevator. <laughs> you don't, you never think like, because of like comedy films of that, you always think, oh, they've made all this shit up. Like you don't think <coughs> they've actually... Yeah, it seems so far-fetched as well. They're taking anything. As well, isn't it? Yeah. But then it also makes sense, doesn't it? Because like, if you're, say you are aliens, yeah, you need a front. So just having a guy sitting there out front of a random building makes it look a bit more. Because you don't know what, I don't know what goes in half the buildings if you go around like London. Oh mate, or anything like, like that. When, there was a. Do you remember? When, this is completely off subject, but do you know when I worked in the cats the cats uh, dispensary? Mm-hmm. If because obviously it's a cash dispensary, they don't want you to know it's a cash dispensary. So when I worked there, I went from interview. And they were like, oh, it's building 41. That's a random number, just in case anyone tries to fucking rob the place. It's uh, <laughs> it's building 41. I, I got onto this industrial state. They all look the same. It didn't look like anything. And then everything's underground when you went in there. Do you know what I mean? It's like super weird. Yeah, so you just don't know. You don't know what's around you at any time. Um, so the first report I come across with this lot, with this fucking... The shady bastards, the shady eyebrowless bastards, yeah. Um, <laughs> 1947. Sounds like one of them. Oh, yeah. The first one. Can you believe it's that old? This conspiracy. When did uh, Roswell happen? Do you know? I think it must have been, it might be early 40s. Or it could be in the 50s. I know it was post war. Oh, yeah, because they were testing the atomic bomb, weren't they? Are you Googling? 1947. What did you say? 1947. Same year. Oh, look at that. So in the first report, it's by a guy called Harold Dole, yeah? Or Dole. He was a fisherman. He was mm-hmm. on a boat with his dog and his son. And uh, he saw six donut-shaped UFOs come above him. And then they released, like, what he thought was, like, uh, scrap metal coming out the bottom of it. Like, dropped out mm-hmm. of one of them. It injured his son and killed his dog on the boat. Um, then he got back to shore. And he was telling the newspapers and telling everything what had happened around this, around this time. Because at the time, they thought it was the Russians. No one thought it was UFOs. Um, yeah. He then turned back on everything he said after having a visit from two men in black wearing trilbies with no eyebrows. Yeah, because I'd be shit in my pants. You know, <laughs> I'd mean approach someone with no lips. It's yeah, like Hellraiser. They haven't got a fucking lip between them, Dan. Not a lip between them, yeah. <laughs> I just imagine their teeth like chattering <laughs> when they're not speaking. You're like, fuck it, get out of my house, man. I'll say nothing. He'll just walk in with his trilby hat on, takes it off, yeah. And he goes, you haven't seen nothing, have you? And he'll be like, nope. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, mate, I don't want to see your fucking teeth again. Get your lipless ass out of my house, mate. <laughs> I'll say nothing. <laughs> uh, so next one. Do you imagine, do you think when they go around the street, they get them little, like, uh, do you remember the sweet, the lip sweets? 
that you used to like pinch in your teeth so it made like you had red lips maybe or you can get like dog chew toys that do that in it where it makes the dog look like it's got a big pouty lips <laughs> they just walk around with like bright red lips it's like trying to fit in i don't know which would be more inconspicuous yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're also seven foot wearing a trilby hat in fucking 2023 everyone's like who the fuck's this guy <laughs> Someone's been ringing the hospital about them. I think you've got a missing a pe- uh, patient here. Right. Um, my next one's 20 years later, 1967. A guy named Robert R- R- uh, Richardson, yeah, he crashed into a UFO. Mm-hmm. He drove into one. Oh, it was, it was parked. parked up. He couldn't see it because it was invisible. But when he pulled off, there was parts of the metal fragments in, in his car. Like like stuck in the in in his in like the bumper and all that shit. Um, yeah, he had the car sent over to the shop to the to get it fixed. Two men in trilby hats, not a lip between them, arrived and <laughs> and asked him to take away all of the fragments and for his silence after that. So they took all the fragments away. And then that was the end of that, never to be heard of again. He never wrote to the newspapers or anything. It was only a family story up until the early noughties. And then one of his grandchildren oh, yeah. started talking about it. Then you've got another one, yeah. a UFO researcher in 1968. Him and his wife were being watched from outside of their house for over three months by two men in Trilby Hats. Wearing black suits, no eyebrows, being very tall. Uh, <laughs> Every um, time you say two men, I want to step in and go, no hope. No hope, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do a little pause. You're like, there's two men. And I was like, no. What we are like... is the two men with lips, Dan. They're the two men with nothing. <laughs> um, these guys actually had their house rummaged through a number of times over them three months. And eventually, with all the harassment, they decided to... He burnt all of his research, essentially, just to end it there. And then ha- lived happily ever after. Never seen the cunt after that. And then, Dan, yeah. we skip all the way to 2002, a little celebrity comes into the mix. Mr. Dan Aykroyd has oh, an really? encounter. With his crystal head vodka. <laughs> yeah, so he, as you know, he's a Uf, he's a big UFO fucking researcher and does all that stuff. Yeah, fanatic. fanatic. Um, he was doing a TV show which never actually aired um, at the time on UFOs and on like the Crystal Skull uh, situation because that come out around the same time as when just when they were starting to film that new indie film. And uh, oh yeah. He stepped outside to take a phone call out of the production studio. There was a large, large man with a trilby hat and no eyes, no eyebrows, no fucking lips. Very tall, standing there looking at him, stared him down the whole phone call. He come back in, production had ended. They said they're cancelling the show. And that was the end of that. And he was like, he still believes to this day that the men in black was in charge uh doing that while he was outside they ended the production basically they got cancelled from the production company mid shoot which yeah. is pretty much unheard of apparently which didn't know 
It's annoying because I love Dan Aykroyd, even though he doesn't. He hasn't lost the plot, even though some of the things he says are a bit fucking. A little bit shaky, yeah. A little bit shaky, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. So, to sum all that up, it all ends with a hotel manager, which brings you the most famous footage of of everything. So this hotel manager and his uh, employee spotted a large UFO uh, during a night shift. And this is where the footage, a lot of the footage is found of the two men arriving the next day. They go into the lobby. You see them walking into the lobby. You see the guy getting upset and starting to like panic behind the uh, counter. Then he runs off and they run out the door after him. Never to be seen again after that, the manager. What do you think? He was an escaped alien. Could have been anything, mate. Could have been anything. I think they're aliens. If 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 you if you've got that many blokes with no lips and no eyebrows, there's there's something going on. There's a new species. You would you would notice that as well, like amount of like photo cam video cameras and things like that. If you saw two fellas walking down the street with no lips, even if they weren't men in black, you'd take a picture of them because it's that's the way we live. <laughs> you, yeah, exactly. Do you know the way that in every description, the way I was seeing it? Do you know Stephen Merchant when he plays the guy in the Logan film. Logan. That's who mm-hmm. I'm imagining with a, with a suit on. Because he's tall, skinny, no eyebrows. Without lips. No lips. He's, yeah, it's him. Stephen Merchant. Maybe Steve Merchant's... <laughs> Maybe Steve Merchant's like... One of the men in black was banged an earth person. And oh. then he was like, I don't want to be one of you. So I'm just going to go into comedy make people laugh I want to be a film star mother <laughs> so yeah there's a lot of accounts over the years a lot of thing, lot of similarities in the accounts but whether any of it's credible whether it's all just hearsay and whether it's just got notoriety because of the film it's a different matter the film was brilliant mm-hmm. I might actually watch one tonight I liked it yeah. <laughs> except the newest one I didn't really think much of that one Oh, what, the international one? Yeah, because um, Chris Hemsworth has got this thing about being pretty and stupid when he's not mm. stupid at all. And it was just... I, I, the men in black were... Even though Will Smith was clumsy, that was only because he was, like, new. Where, like, Chris Hemsworth's just stupid. Pretty and stupid. I don't, for me, I don't know whether it's because of his lack of acting ability. I don't know whether he's that funny. He's that funny an actor, if you know what I mean. I don't know. I just uh, and then the whole thing about why is it called Men in Black and stuff like that. It's just like just leave it out. It's not necessary. I remember what was that? The the woman joins, and then the other woman's like, "Welcome to the Men in Black," and she's like, "Men in Black," and the woman leans over and goes, "Don't worry, I'm trying to sort it." <laughs> that is fucking woke. Welcome to the woke society, man. But it's, it's unnecessary, <laughs> you know what I mean? I get where they're coming from about it, but it's been like that for years. Just why is it even... People in know. black. Anyway, get off topic. That's People in me. black. Men in black. <laughs> yeah, why crying? Them in black, Them in black. Them in, black. <laughs> them in, <laughs> them in no specific designated colour, just to not offend anyone. Um, thanks, man. 
that was uh, another good one. I, people that listen to this stuff are like, oh, we're going to get a good conspiracy theory and then me and Jamie just take the piss. I actually really like, well, we both really like conspiracy theories, but you've got a, uh, you can't take them 100% seriously. You've got to have a bit of a joke. I personally believe the men in black. I know Jamie finds it hard to, I, but it has to I be, right? believe there's a, there's a, there's like a arm in the government that are trying to sh- hush people up. I don't believe yeah. that these are creatures from... Because that's how they're played out to be in all of these uh, encounters, that they're actually nothing to do with government. They're all alien creatures trying to keep their secret alive, basically. I don't believe that. I believe there is uh, government-like programs to stop us from being able to fucking know the truth and I think there always has been since it first happened Roswell wasn't a fucking I kind of like the thought of it weather balloon mate <laughs> I kind of like the thought of it being aliens doing their own little but yeah um, let's know what you think if you've uh, have you seen a men in black have you got a photo send us a photo but um, otherwise let us know what you think I I personally enjoy the Men in Black, and I might watch one as well. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched the first one in ages, but um, either way, we're getting. I think the stories are getting better. They're getting a bit more like uh, unusual, mm. off like the sit beating trap beating path. Um, but like I said, if you've got a personal conspiracy theory that you enjoy, and you want us to or Jamie to research it, because I'm lazy on this, but I don't do anything for this. <laughs> Um, send it in to two men no hope at gmail.com or leave us a comment anything or tag us if you've got like if you there's a website that you use to read conspiracy theories tag us in it on uh, Instagram Twitter of the same even name even if it's just like tag us in a post on fucking TikTok or something and we'll watch because we'll, there's a lot of TikTok conspiracies that we could cover there's a lot out there yeah. that's how I got the Teletubbies yeah. one and that was one of the good ones so so yeah we're we're here both of us are here, so you you tag us, tag us, comment, email, whatever you like. We'll take it because we're whores. And um and we'll catch you I'll catch you on Wednesday for my story, and then we'll both catch you on Friday for our regular stuff. And I'm gonna keep saying it until we go to it, but we are going to Birmingham on the twenty first and twenty second of April for the podcast convention there. So if you are around and you would like to buy us a pint because I'm tight, you're more than welcome to come over. I'll take a free pint without the drugs in it. <laughs> no one's re on me, Jamie. I hope you but, enjoy episode you know. 52 on Friday. And uh, do not... Please, please enjoy it. Because yeah. I want Jamie to do it again. <laughs> do not... Um, it's not for the faint-hearted. Let's put it this way. <laughs> Such a good episode. But, um, but I'll catch you Friday, man. Yeah, see you then.